if you take away the face and the name, it's, it's just a body. He uses his body a certain way, and I use my shit a certain way. Now let's see what you want to do with it. Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights. Challenge your friends. Level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. Markel, October 10th Contender Series. When they gave you that contract, man, what were the emotions like for you? Uh, I mean, I, I think it was uh, a lot of gratitude just for being put in that situation. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. But I don't feel any sort of way. I think I'll feel the sort of way when I get to the UFC. And even then, I think I put such high expectations on myself. I won't be satisfied to. I get the ultimate goal so I go get a belt. But um, I think gratitude overall. You just feel like it's a step. That's it. Nothing too too big. Yeah, I think people put so much emphasis on it. And then when they get in there, it's like, okay, the next thing, and then the next thing, and the next thing. But every fight is going to be your biggest fight, right? So I think you go into it and give it a realistic look. Like, hey, we got a fight. Let's go accomplish this. Then let's go to the next one. There you go. And and the next one, man, Issa Isakov, 10-2 record. He's pretty much fought mostly for Brave CF, pretty decent promotion out there in the Middle East. What do you think of him and, and the skill set? Uh, 5'9", stocky body guy, uh, wrestler for sure, has explosive striking. I mean, he's a he's definitely a good fighter. I know he hasn't fought at 155, so I don't know how that weight cut is going to be for him. But, uh, I think he knows what I came to do, and I know what he's coming to do. So we'll see who implements the game plan better. Yeah. that's If you break it down simply, that's what fighting is about, right? You have yeah. what you want to do, and he has what he wants to do, and whoever does their thing wins the fight, basically. A thousand percent. I think people put so much <laughs> emphasis on names and, like, who they train with and, like, all the things around them besides the fighter. Like, if you take away the face and the name, it's, it's just a body. He uses his body a certain way, and I use my shit a certain way. Now let's see what you want to do with that. Yeah, in reality, it's like that. But you know, with uh, with fighting and promotion, you have to have, you know, who you trained with, and and what did you do new? You know, what I mean, it's all part of just hyping up the fight and, and expecting, you know, greatness. That's what a lot of fans expect. You know, even at the you know even at the contender series level, they expect there's expectations because you have this opportunity, right? Yeah, 100%. I, yeah, I do feel uh, I feel that I feel that way for sure. I feel like there's expectations on on anything when you're putting the spotlight, especially nowadays because people have such high expectations for the smallest things. Like when you make a post on Instagram, that shit better be the best post you ever made. Are you going to get clowned by your boys the next time you see it? So when you have like something with actual purpose behind it, then the expectation, expectations become uh, more. And I mean, that's just how it goes, right? Exactly. You you put it exactly right. And uh, earlier you mentioned the uh, Isakov not fighting at lightweight for a long time. And I look back, and the last time he made lightweight was 2020. Speaking of, that fight wasn't even at lightweight. I looked that fight up. He was actually, that fight, he was at like 84 kilos, which is like 185. So, yeah, he was, it was actually, I think they just put it wrong in tapology. So he's a big boy. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, I haven't seen him in person, but I'm I'm sure if you're walking around fighting everybody 170, 165, you're not a small guy. So 
yeah, it's to me, it's interesting that he wants to take this fight at lightweight. You know what I mean? Like, he hasn't fought at that weight. Maybe he knows something we don't know, but... That boy probably got some good juice or something, but... <laughs> he gonna fit. The first fight is gonna be him in that damn tub. That's gonna be the first fight. Him in that sauna. We'll see there you right go. Now. There you go. And, uh, you know, when, when you do go back and watch some of his fights, man, does anything stick out about him? Uh, I think his, uh... His, his, I mean, his big things are his cage wrestling and his ground control. I think he's super patient on the ground. Uh, I mean, it's it's that Russian style. I don't know. I don't even know if he is Russian. I'm, I think he is Russian, but it's that Russian style that get on top of you. I'm going to maul you and not let you get up. And then when you get up, I'm going to do it again. So I think uh, his wrestling is something that stands out, which... I don't care too much for my main training partner is probably uh, one of the best wrestlers I know in the world. Whenever he wrestles in the gym, not even many people can even take him down. So, and we have great guys like that all around. So I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. Let's talk about the, the team factory X. How did you end up with factory X? Cause I know at factory X, there's somewhat of a close, close knit team. You know what I mean? Like they just don't let anybody in. Um, my, well, how I ended up there, I was training at this, uh, at this gym. I was like, it was me, maybe like three other people. I was sparring girls. It was just crazy. I, I started, it was a smaller gym. And then the jujitsu coach at the gym, he was like, if you want to take this somewhere further, this is not the gym. You need to go either check out Elevation, which you know is big out here, and, uh, or go check out Factory X. And I went to go, I actually Googled up like some like MMA gear and they had, an M, they had a side where they used to sell MMA gear at. And uh, I went in there and Chris Camozzi and Mark were doing like a private session in the morning. And the dude at the time he used to run the uh, the clothing thing with Jordan Tatoni, he was like, yeah, you can't go in there. That's protein. And I was like, oh, cool. So I went and checked out Factory X. And uh, that's where I've been ever since. I started in the open classes, moved my way up to um, to the fight team. And then that's all I know is Factory X, really. Damn, you you started with the open classes, just the, just regular classes, and you made it all the way to the pro team. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I used to get a lot of street fights, but I mean that's not the same. But uh, Coach Mark Noah had some talent. I remember how I got on the fight team. So it was he used to Mark used to teach the classes on Saturday, and, then, and we used to all spar. So it was kind of uh, like an open mat, but with kickboxing. So he was like, one day he grabs me, he's like, hey, let's go with me. And I'm like, hell yeah, I finally get the small mark. He waxed my ass. And he's like, yeah, I just wanted to see if you had heart, man. Uh, I know you want to be on the fight team and show up here on Monday. I'm like, fuck, bro, you just going to beat my ass and then tell me to come on, uh, come on Monday? But uh, after that, I got on the fight team. And uh, yeah, ever since then, that's, that's how it's been rolling. Yeah, man, the, the experience of getting your ass beat by a coach it's, it's different, I feel. Man, it's because I think it's also too because uh, when you don't know, I mean, not even that you don't know any better, but you see these guys and you see they're a leader of men, so you put them on a pedestal. And then for him to come and do that, it's like, okay, he really is what everybody yeah. says he is, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of places, not as much nowadays, but especially back then where people run gyms and there are a lot of bullshitters. But when you... You know who the guy who teaches you knows some shit, then it's like okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, there's a there's a different level of uh, trust that you have for someone like that, right? Um, and also, 
coach that has fought as well. There's some mm-hmm. some different respect to that as well as right. I don't, that's what some people tell me. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you you said you train right. Yeah. So I mean, what do you train? Mostly jujitsu. No, I stopped training jujitsu. Now okay. I do mostly like striking, like Muay Thai. Okay, so yeah, like you know, if you if you were to go to the gym and then you went up and beat your your, your uh, Thai coach, you'd be like, why the hell am I at this gym? I'm the best <laughs> guy at the gym. I'm beating up the coach. Let me teach class. So of course it it, it starts with precedent, and then you always chase that, and then I think every goal as a coach or it should be is for your students to surpass you. So I think uh, it sets the bar, and then you try to chase it and surpass it. Man, this year you've been pretty pretty damn active, man. You've been doing your thing. And uh, how do you feel about how the year's going so far? You know, and especially, you know, you've, you've been able to avoid injury as well, like major injury, because you've been fighting every two months. Uh, man, that's been a great feeling. I, uh, the game plan, I'm, I know you know Jason. You know Jason House, right? Yeah. So at the end of the last year, I was four and one, and the game plan was to go out, fight January, fight February, fight March and hopefully get a, or January and February, and then hopefully get a short notice or get a contender call. But uh, at the beginning of the year, I had two fights fall out back to back. Then I fought a short notice on Tracy Reader on a week's notice. I got scheduled to Michael Murphy, and then I fought my last fight on a week's notice. So it's just been back to back to back. And I think uh, how they've been going is a result of me just staying in the gym uh, and chasing growth. I think that's a big thing, not chasing wins in the gym, but chasing growth. And if you're always growing, the wins come as a compliment, you know? Yeah, and, and you only have one loss as a professional, a split decision loss back in 2022. How did how did that impact you? Man, uh, I think I was on my high horse thing just because I had a lot. I, I had a, took a three-fight loss streak as an amateur. Um I remember my, my pops had passed around that time, but I had took a three-fight loss streak. That kind of humbled me because I had so much hype as an amateur. And then I think I kind of went back into it as soon as I started winning again. So I think that loss humbled me like, bro, you need to lock in. You're not as good as you think you are. You know what I mean? I, hum- I, I, I asked for, for the humble you for sure, but it, it'll also teach you. Oh, yeah, for sure, man, for sure. And, and after that, man, you you ran the table. And for this training camp you know what i mean like has has there been anything extra for you or is it just you know business as usual i mean it, there's always extra um but it's nothing crazy because i always feel like i train i train hard as hell i think uh just getting the right training partners getting the right looks and uh honing in on certain things adding to my skill set um because i do feel like when people get an opponent they focus so much on the other opponent that their only thing is to defend what they have. And then if they can't defend what they have, the game is pretty much done. You also have to add to your own toolbox and make them feel like a threat, uh, make yourself feel like a threat to them. So doing those things as well. Yeah, without a doubt. And what do you envision, man, for this fight coming up? Like, what do you want to do? You know, Dana White is there, Sean Shelby is there, you know, the whole the whole routine. Uh, I envision putting another man to sleep. I don't I don't see it any other way. Uh I know what I can do. I know I have power. And I mean if it needs to if it needs to go anywhere else it will, but I do see my hand getting raised, my knockout. 
Have you been watching the Contender Series? Yeah, of course. Of course. I feel like people who don't watch fights are a little crazy, but yeah, I watch all of them. And how do you feel like when you're watching it? Because you're going to be there in a couple of weeks. It's like... Uh... Hey, I don't feel I don't feel any type of way about it. I'm, I'm like, cool. Like, hey, did you watch this? I like, I like watching and seeing what the upcoming competition would look like. You know, I kind of gave... I look at it from that aspect rather than like, man, I'm about to be here. Because I know I'm going to be there. It's, it's no point in me getting nervous. Why? If I'm getting nervous about contender series, the UFC is going to be a whole nother level. So I just look at it from a perspective of, all right, who's coming up? What do they do? What do they like to do? And I also take it uh, a little bit of lessons from that as well. I like, I'm a thinker. I'm not necessarily just the guy who goes out and relies on talent. I like to use a lot of IQ shit. So I like to see what other people are doing as well and add, add a little shit to my game. Yeah, man. And did you did you see that that one the the woman right? She won, I think, last week, and then she's the only one that won and never didn't get a contract this season. Oh but yeah, then she got she's, signed. Yeah, she got signed. I was like, a little trickery trickery behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that, that's a little weird. I always think about that because my girl, she always asks, she's like, well. What if you win and you don't get a contract? I'm like, bro, could be so negative, first of all. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, that that's the crazy part about contender series. It's like you can go out and put your heart on the line, get your best performance a day, and be like, ah, well, you know, buddy, this kid didn't have it. He didn't have what I thought. You know what I mean? That's the crazy yeah. part about contender series. But I mean, shit. If it happens, it happens. I'm not. I'm not here to do anything but do my job, and I. If I put them to sleep like I plan to do, then it'll it'll get a contract for sure. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, man. Anyways, October 10th, man, Contender Series, UFC Apex. Markel will be back in action. Thank you so much, man, for the time. And, and hopefully the next one we do, you'll be making your UFC debut. Yeah, sir. Hey, say it one more time. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah.